Thanks for joining us on After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, or head on over to AmericaOutloud.com where you can click the Listen Live tab for 24-7 talk radio. And while you're there, please check out all the articles and podcasts which are updated daily. And you can get our full archive of shows over at AmericaOutloud.com. We've got over 150 shows we've been on America Out Loud for going on two years this coming April. So there's tons of shows from After Dark with Rob and Andrew if you guys want to dip into the archive and check some of those out. We always appreciate that. Last night we discussed the Twitter files and how social media has been um, so biased and corrupting our election system because the Democrats, we found out, were literally reaching out to people who worked at Twitter, telling them what to delete, what's offensive, uh, what they want deleted, just total censorship on the Democrats' behalf. And of course, uh, the biggest censorship of them all was shutting down the Hunter Biden laptop story right before the election, not even giving the story a chance to see what would have unraveled, what would have came out of that laptop before the election if the media did its due diligence. Instead, they completely ignored it. They tried to make up lies, in fact, trying to say that it was hacked material when there was no proof that Hunter Biden's uh, laptop was hacked material. But if you're listening to the show, you already knew all of that. Um, I think all of us New Twitter was corrupt. I think we're just surprised that it's actually been exposed at the level that it has been. And thank you to Mr. Elon Musk for freeing that information. It is so important. And I hope that he keeps just dripping out this information and finally just releases a big dump of everything that they were up to. And I think uh, there's going to be a lot more to come on that story in the Twitter files. But you look at the Democrats, they're always talking about how President Trump is anti-democracy, how he would not accept the results of the 2020 election. But the thing with the Democrats is whatever they're saying is it's projection always like when we started up the uh, Hunter Biden investigation. As soon as the Republicans had word that they were going to take back the House, they're saying, oh, well, these investigations aren't going to bring down inflation. At the same time, these guys are running every investigation imaginable against President Trump, and they have been since 2016. You've got Hillary Clinton, who accused President Trump of Russia collusion, and with the dossier and other things, we found out that it was actually her, if anyone, who was colluding with Russia. So whatever the Democrats are saying uh, that the Republicans are doing wrong, it's in fact the Democrats who are projecting what they are actually doing. So we're going to be talking about that a lot tonight. And we've got on special guest B.B. Diamond, who we're always excited to talk to. But before we get to her, Rob, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing well, Andrew. Uh, thank you for your opening because it was spot on. And I think I could probably best sum it up as saying a peaceful transfer of power. That's one of the things that our democracy, our government, prides itself on, from the federal to the state to the local level. That once an election takes place, if the person in office does not win, there is a peaceful transfer of power. That person helps the other person 
helps to usher that person in and his or her administration. And let's say there's a situation why where both candidates are vying for the same position. The person who's currently in power will still help the winner that bested the other a peaceful transfer. When we look at history, history tells us that in our democracy, this has always happened. Unfortunately, somewhere along the lines, it stopped. And I would say that it stopped with the advent of TV, when we were able to put candidates on TV and people were able to see them. All at once, people started looking at the aesthetics of candidates, looking, listening to what they were saying. Well, they were able to see this or hear them on the radio during the FDR and years before. But with the advent of TV, people were actually able to see what candidates look like to hear them. And somewhere along the way, they felt as if though they knew them. They were invited into their living rooms with their families. So there was a, a, a connection, albeit superficial, but there was a connection that was formed. And then you had the media that was there that was egging this on, giving us personal information about the candidates. However, some of the information they didn't tell us about. Some of the information they hid from us. We didn't know that any difference. And a lot of that information was definitely hid on candidates who were Democrats. I mean, I'm sorry to say, but going all the way back to JFK, the days of JFK, when we had the first debate on TV, the media, the liberal media, has been covering for the Democrat Party. No, it wasn't as prevalent in the 60s as it is now. But from the 60s to the 70s, the 80s and the 90s, and definitely 2000, we now see that the media, the mainstream media, and I will go as far as to say on both sides, the left and the right, has been giving shelter to candidates that they deem, candidates that they want to put out there, that they deem that this is the candidate, you should vote for this candidate. It brings us to today and what happened during the 2016 election. What did the media know? What did they do? And they didn't tell us. Well, we knew a lot. But the media chose to hide a lot of the information. The Hunter Biden story, along with big tech, I've got to throw them in also. Because around 2000, social media platforms started popping up. Big tech started having an influence. By 2008, they were well on their way as being really a media outlet, although they would claim protection under Section 230. Now, let me take a step back again. Some would say, okay, you mentioned JFK, but what other election? Let's look at uh, Carter. Carter and the Kennedy. Look at what happened there. If you recall back in the 70s, Carter was running against Ted Kennedy, and it went all the way up to the Democrat convention. And Ted said, I am not going to concede because I feel that I should take this position. However, Carter prevailed. But the media made it seem as if there was no biggie. After Carter, we had Reagan, 
oh, the media clowned and they did their best to bring him down. Everything that they accused him of, senility, Alzheimer's, Joe Biden has it. But they're telling us, oh, he's the smartest man. He's one of the smartest presidents out there. This is the media telling us this. No one is bothering to go in and say, wait a minute, but look at what they did to Reagan. Again, the media on the left and the right, peaceful transfer of power. Something that the Democrats know nothing about because when their candidate doesn't win, oh, we're going to go after the other candidate forcefully and we're going to try to destroy them, which is what they have always done. Now, Reagan left office very popular, but still, look at the damage that they did to him. Look at what they did to Nancy Reagan saying that she was running things. But look at Jill Biden. What is Jill doing? Let's just be honest. Joe Biden has a problem, a mental problem. No one is saying, take Joe Biden. He needs to see a doctor. He's forgetting things. He's on the world stage making an idiot of himself. Yes, an idiot. He has not once graced the world stage looking like a president. He goes before Mike. He talks about war, war with Russia. Remember with Ukraine? Oh, yeah, if they do something, we're going to go right in there. Look at China. And then his staff has to go back and, oh, wait a minute, he didn't mean that, have to clean it up. And the media says nothing about it. They don't call him out. But let, had Reagan done that, oh, they would have been all over him with the Iran crisis. Look at George, the two George Bushes. Oh, just destroyed those people, just constantly attacking them. They're not good. They're not fit. And then Obama, oh, he's the next best president to slice bread. Obama did nothing for this country but divide this country, a peaceful transfer of power. And when Obama got ready to come in, the Bushes, let them let him come in. They stayed back. For a long time, Bush said nothing. Not even for a long time, for eight years, he said nothing. No, nothing negative about Obama. Now, you go to Bush, and Bush would say, oh, well, I respect the office of the land, the highest office of the land, so I'm not going to criticize him. I will say absolutely nothing. So they were all quiet. Everyone is always quiet when Democrats come in. Carter was a horrible president. When Reagan came in, he said nothing about it. I'm going to overlook him because his work spoke for himself. What Carter had done, the damage he had done, people had already seen it. Oh, but the way they tore up Reagan. Because after Reagan came in Bush, and then after Bush came in Clinton. No, they didn't really, really like Clinton, but he was one of their old boys, albeit a horny boy. Oh, but they sung his praises. And then when George Jr. came in, he's not legitimate. He's illegitimate. Oh, the courts gave it to him, and they talked about it, and they talked about it, and they talked about it. And we can't forget about it. Oh, no, no way. And like I said, when Obama came in, oh, oh, we're not, not going to say anything. Bush was away for eight years, said nothing critical of Obama. Then came Donald Trump, and that's when hell hit the fan. Oh, they were mad. They were upset. Not only wasn't he a politician, he was just a regular person who had that New York attitude. Oh, they didn't like that because he wasn't proper and prim. And they have been doing everything they can to destroy the man, to destroy his legacy. He's out of office, and they're still trying to destroy him. They are still throwing rocks and stones at him. They're still trying to investigate him. Peaceful transfer of power. They even said when he was elected, <laughs> illegitimate. John Lewis, oh, he's an illegitimate president. Well, John Lewis said the same thing about George Jr. 
He's illegitimate. I'm not going to the inauguration. Hillary Clinton even came out and said, oh, man, you can have the best campaign. You can be the best candidate, and they'll still steal it from you. Nancy Pelosi said the same thing. Maxine Waters. Hakeem Jeffries said the same thing. The biggest election deniers. And folks, we can't forget that Hakeem Jeffries, who's supposed to be now the minority leader, and everyone is like, oh, man, oh, this is great. You know, he's black. He's a, he will be a failure, just like all the other failed mayors that are out there. Let's just be truth. Be truthful. Speak truth to power. Failures. Your, your skin color does not dictate your success. What dictates your success is the person you are, what you have inside. Peaceful transfer of power. We don't see it with the left, but they expect it of the right. How did we get here? And then some will say now, now that Twitter is releasing all this information, there are some on the right even saying, oh, it's nothing. Oh, I don't see a smoking gun. The smoking gun is that they lied and they cheated and they colluded. There was no smoking gun with Donald Trump and the Russians, but you had many on the right. Oh, yeah, we got to wait and see. Look at Jeff Sessions. Oh, well, maybe we'll, we'll calm them. Let's see what's there. There was no there there. But yet and still, they wanted to look. We want to just look. We want to pull back the onion and see what's there. Here we have here information released from Twitter that shows you that there was there. And you have conservatives that are sitting up saying, oh, there's nothing. Oh, there's nothing. What do you want? When we sit back, and say that it is nothing when it's actually something, we are defeating ourselves because that's what the Democrats want. They want us to say that it is nothing so that they can say, we're not going to cover it. Why should we cover it? You guys are even saying that it's nothing. But it's something because it's about our democracy. It's about the peaceful transfer of power, which Donald Trump never was never given an opportunity to have. And to this day, there has not been a peaceful transfer of power. No, some are saying now because Donald Trump came out and said, well, you know, looking at our Constitution, should we go back and redo the election? Because we now see that how Joe Biden got there wasn't legitimate. And people are up in arms. Oh, my God, he wants to tear up the Constitution. No, he doesn't. The Democrats have already done that. They've already lied and cheated and put in an illegitimate man and saying that he's the president. That's your illegitimate president. But. No one's going to say anything because the media won't cover it. The media is looking the other way. So although we have all this information, a treasure trove, that points to collusion, that points to someone who was actively working to destroy the presidency. But because they won't cover it, and you've got conservatives saying, oh, there's nothing there. Huh, what do we have? It'll just move right on over, and no one will say a thing. But then we want to say, oh, we pride ourselves in a peaceful transfer of power. BB Diamond, thank you for joining us. I know that I went long. I have to get this out there. But what are your thoughts? Well, thanks for having me on this evening. And you're totally right. There was never a peaceful transfer of power to Donald Trump. They fought him tooth and nail. And like you said, John Lewis and others said he was not legitimately elected. Um, uh, you know, they went on and on. And, and just going back to the Hunter uh, lap, Hunter's laptop, I remember the letter released by approximately 50 members of the FBI, CIA, Leon Panetta, high-ranking members with the highest security clearances saying that the Hunter laptop story was Russian, Russian disinformation. Now, we know that was a complete lie. 
And I think the, the gist of it, the heart of this is that the Democrats want to suppress free speech, not only free speech, but our right to a fair and free election. There was no clear and, well, I should say peaceful transfer of power to Donald Trump. And the Democrats, to your point, have been fighting us since 1960. But Richard Nixon conceded in 1960 for the good of the nation. They have been stealing elections since that time. They have never played fair. They do not respect our Constitution Republic. And, and Republicans need to wake up to that fact. I think your opening was brilliant and you were spot on. And I, I just thank, I'm not all in support of Elon Musk, but I do thank him for releasing the conversations which showed the Democrats contacted Twitter and Twitter bend and, and, and conceded to the censorship, which is against our free speech. Thank you. And that is where we are. When we concede, when we feel as if, though, oh, there's nothing here, let's give in to it, we lose. I'm not a fan of Elon Musk. Elon Musk isn't a conservative, but it's taking one man. I mean, he could lose it all because you look at all these advertisers that are saying, oh, we're, we're going to leave Twitter. We're not going to advertise anymore. And the media is behind it because they want to destroy him. They were hoping that they would get enough people to leave Twitter before he released his information and see, had they done that, they would have won because no one would have been able to read what was being released. But I'm now hearing that more people are on Twitter now than they had been more real people. Now, I'm going to pick this up on the other side because we need to really understand what's happening here. And if we are to save the republic, if we are to save the country, accountability must be had, plain and simple. Yeah, very well said. Well, it's guys, it's that time of the year again. If you're looking for a Christmas gift for yourself, a loved one, or a family member, a friend perhaps, look no further than Healthy Cell. If you're looking for better sleep, focus, and energy, check out Healthy Cell, the leading innovator of nutritional supplements for cell health. Healthy Cell vitamins work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper, and stay younger longer. Absorb a healthier lifestyle with Healthy Cell's pill-free vitamins. You go to HealthyCell.com, check out the great products, and use the promo code OUTLOUD to save 25% off your first order. So you can go to HealthyCell.com and use the promo code OUTLOUD to save 25% off your first order. Thank you, Healthy Cell. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew and special guest, BB Diamond. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported, faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com, where we're healing America one person at a time. Oral hygiene hasn't changed in 50 years, but our diet and the way we eat has, creating an environment in your mouth for bacteria to wreak havoc on your teeth and gums. For better oral health, get Spry Dental Defense, an oral care line designed to combat acid-creating bacteria. The toothpaste, mouthwash, mints, and gum all contain xylitol, a natural ingredient shown to dramatically improve oral health. Spry can be found online and at all fine natural retailers.
As Americans, we seek to form a more perfect union. To paraphrase Abraham Lincoln, we are a government of the people, by the people, and for the people. And God willing, we shall not perish from the earth. AmericaOutloud.com Liberty and justice for all. We're back with the second half of After Dark with Marvin Andrew, and as we said, we're glad to have on special guest B.B. Diamond to provide commentary. And when we went to break, we were talking about Elon Musk and how he's not a conservative. Uh, He's not a liberal. I think he's a moderate. But the fact that he is willing to put it all on the line to save free speech and, and that's what it's about. He's not out to like, I want to score points. I want to make these people suffer or that person. His whole thing is we need to open this all up. And I, I applaud him for that. And then I look at our congressmen, the people who are supposed to be the holders of our government, the protectors of our government and represent us. Many of them are just as corrupt as they want to be, on both the left and the right. Let's just be honest. Mr. McConnell is just as corrupt. The fact that he was willing to take money and put it behind Lisa Murkowski, who is a Democrat. Let's not let's not fool ourselves. She's a Democrat. He took money from the coffers of the RNC and sent it her way because he wanted her back on the hill. That shows you he does not care about the American people. He's only looking out how he will look down the line with his legacy. Because he done, had he done what he should have done, Lisa Murkowski would not be coming back to the White House, back to Capitol Hill, that is. So there are some on the right who are all in on this whole thing with Twitter. They were glad that people were censored. No, it didn't help them out because they were still attacked. But as long as they could keep Donald Trump out because he was exposing them. And they wanted to continue to to breed and live in the swamp and to take money and to enrich themselves while the American people suffered. There is no reason why we should have a Democrat Senate this go around. All of the Democrats should have lost. But you know why they didn't lost? Because of Twitter. Yeah, because of Twitter. Because Twitter was able to suppress their voices. Twitter didn't let their voices be heard. And we got to throw in this FTX guy. You knew I was going to bring him up. Oh, yes, we have got to bring him in. Mr. Freed, Blackman Freed. Oh, yeah. He, he an FTX, 30 years old, a billionaire. I, I believe he was a slush fund for the Democrats. And you know what else? Twitter was functioning as a super PAC for the Democrats under Jack Dorsey. Now, Jack Dorsey is coming out saying, I knew nothing about this. You know, they're always the last to know. But I'm sorry, buddy. You were the CEO, and just like any CEO of a financial institution, when it hits the fan, you're responsible. You're held accountable because all you had to do was to call in Vijaya Gadid, who's supposed to be the counsel for Twitter, and say, look, what are you doing? Why are you suppressing free speech? If Ro Khanna the representative in California knew about it, and he's going to contact Twitter and say, no, you can't do this. You can't suppress free speech. Even if you don't like the Republicans, the Hunter Biden story must run. You can't do that. No, I give him props for calling it out. But at the same time, I wonder, why didn't he go to the media and say, do you guys know what's happening here? Why didn't he go to a right 
right-wing publication, media outlet, and say, wait a minute, this is what's happening, and it should not be happening. Now, just imagine, he would have definitely been a hero had he done it then, but he waited. He didn't want to say anything. But now we got the emails with him saying it. You know, some people would put him up in a pedestal and say, oh, wow, Ro Khanna, he, he wanted to protect free speech. Well, yeah, to a certain point he did. Because if he was really and truly behind protecting free speech, he would have spoken up a lot sooner. What do you say, Andrew and BB? Well, once again, you're absolutely spot on. The censorship from the Democrats is outrageous. Ro Khanna cannot hide behind anything at this point. It's being exposed. Uh, it's also being exposed that Katie Hobbs, the quote-unquote governor-elect of Arizona, she even contacted Twitter to censor some posts. This is outrageous. No Democrat can hide. They use Twitter as a tool and a means to suppress free speech, which is a violation, as we all know, of the First Amendment. And this is why actor James Wood, who, Woods, who we know as a conservative, he is considering suing some Democrats with the U.S. government for suppressing his free speech. So what Elon Musk, uh, love him or hate him or whatever you think, he is doing this country, and he wasn't even born here, a favor by exposing those, and essentially the Democratic Party, there are rhinos like Mitch McConnell, but essentially snakes are in the Democratic Party who pushed uh, an attempt to censor using big tech to censor our right to free speech. And it's not acceptable. Thank you. Yeah. And I'd like to just point out something else that uh, Twitter is the only ones that got caught, right? Because Elon Musk bought it. But, you know, like Facebook, Instagram, all these other social media companies were doing the same exact thing as Twitter. And we're probably in contact with the Democrats as well. But they're still got um, liberal owners who will never release this information. So I believe this is happening. Um, and as far as big out media outlets like the New York Times, CNN, MSNBC, you know that they told their reporters that they could not cover any of this as well. So this happened at each and every level of our media, and it definitely needs to be reevaluated. It needs to be reevaluated, and we cannot let this slide by. We have to keep it at the center of attention. Now, something that you said, BB, that is spot on. Elon Musk wasn't even born here. And you have Americans that were born here that are okay with this. They're agreeing with this. And this is what happened in China. What's happening now is akin to what's happening in China with them trying to suppress free speech. They're reaching out to Tim Cook and telling Tim Cook, hey, we want you to limit what people can see on the iPhones. And he said, yes, sir. What else do you want? The same thing with Google. We want you to limit what people can Google. Yes, sir, we'll do it. But when it comes to America, they will trash us with everything they can. And they don't care anything about it. To your point, Andrew, the other social media platforms, Facebook and Instagram, absolutely they were in on it. We just don't know because we don't have access to the internal emails. Mark Zuckerberg came out and said that the FBI told him, oh, look, some Russia disinformation is coming out. You better be careful because you don't want to get caught in that. Don't you better, like, censor some of these people. Katie Hobbs. No, people are saying, oh, yeah, she's the rightful governor of Arizona. No, she is not. Absolutely not. And I'm not afraid to say it. She is not. How can you be the secretary of state? running for office, you know everything about the votes that are coming in, and then you're going to contact social media and say, hey, take down some of these tweets, take this down and take that down, to give yourself a better chance at winning. Uh-uh. And, and again, 
We've got people that are looking at this and saying, oh, well, let's just move on. Move on for what? When you move on and there's no accountability, it happens over and over again. For the past almost 60 years, this has been happening all the way back to JFK. It is time we put a stop to it. It is time Republicans stand up and push back. Look at what happened on Jan 6. Friendly protest. Now, maybe some of the things they did you probably didn't like, but compared to what happened during the spring and summer of 2020, give me a break. And again, you have the FBI who were ushering some of these people inside the Capitol. And when Christopher Ray, the question was put before Christopher Ray, were there FBI informants with those protesters? He said, oh, I can't answer that. Oh, well, I'm, I'm hemming and hawing. Folks, under Donald Trump's presidency, there were wolves and foxes in the hen house. Bill Barr, Christopher Ray, what do you know? When did you know it? And what did you not do? Do not doubt me on this. We will probably never get to the bottom of this if Republicans don't push hard. And even if they push hard, BB and Andrew, we need the media. We need a legitimate media to report on this. Otherwise, people don't know about it. And right now, they don't want to talk about it. None of them wanted to cover the drip, drip, drip that was taking place this past week. They completely looked at something else. You know what they were looking at? Kanye West going to dinner with Donald Trump and the other guy, Fuentes, whom I don't know who he is. Now, I know a lot of people got their opinions on it. This is what I will say. Donald Trump needs better advisors. No, he didn't know who this guy was, but I know he was trying to help Kanye West, who, in my opinion, is completely gone off on the deep end. He needs help. But see, that's what the media want us to focus on. Oh, Donald Trump was going to dinner with a white supremacist and with a, a person who's anti-Semitic. Donald Trump's daughter is Jewish. His son-in-law is Jewish. His grandchildren are Jewish. He moved the embassy in Israel to Jerusalem. The media knows the man isn't anti-Semitic, but you know what they're counting on? They're counting on you looking at this and saying, oh, he's a bad man. Oh, we need to watch out. As if Joe Biden isn't going over to Venezuela and asking for oil. Does no one see that as being a big problem? Maduro, who has been harming his own people, he even went to Saudi Arabia asking for oil. And what did they say? Uh-uh. Not this time. And they even came out and said he's only doing this because of the election. He's trying to change the election, the outcome of the election. They said it. I didn't make it up. They said it. And the media, shh, shh, don't say anything. We're not going to report on that because we don't want people to really know what's happening. You see how they try to change the script? They want to change it. So that you won't look and see what's happening. You won't ask the questions. You're focused on something else. Meanwhile, what's really big and what's important, that democracy is being stolen from us, that free speech is being stolen from us, we don't, we, we don't see it. Because we're busy looking at something that's ancillary, and we want to say, oh, no, this looks bad. Your free speech is being taken from you. As Donald Trump once said, the media is the enemy of the people, and they need to be reined in. Clarence Thomas even said, we need to rethink what the Constitution was saying about the media. The media was supposed to hold our elected officials accountable.
but they're not because they're in cahoots with them. And they want to talk about collusions. Well, my God, you guys are the biggest colluders. But quiet as it's kept, they're drawing our attention to something else. And then we acquiescing, going right along with them, as opposed to standing up and saying, no, we can talk about both things at the same time. And what's happening with big tech, what big tech did, it should have never happened. And we need to rethink this. We need to look at it. And we need to haul all these people up before Congress. And we need them to testify. And no more going behind closed doors. Whatever they need to say, they need to put it out in the open. We can handle it. Save some of the names that they can't call out. Well, we don't want to see this because, you know, our enemies might, our enemies already see that we're weak with Joe Biden at the helm. Joe Biden should not be in office. Joe Biden should be impeached. His entire administration should be impeached. Now, guys, I don't know if you realize this. If they are successful in impeaching Joe Biden and Kamala, you know who would become president? If he wins his bid to be Speaker of the House, McCarthy. <laughs> they think about that. Maybe they should make Donald Trump Speaker of the House. Because it would be a quicker access, quicker path. But then we would need all the Republicans on board to impeach this administration. Some will say this has never happened before. That's fine. There's a first time for everything. B.B. Diamond, what are your comments on what I've just said as to how the media is trying to divert attention? Yes. Go ahead. No, you're 100% right. And um, maybe I was guilty of it, too, because they threw a red herring out there with Nick Fuentes, Milos, and uh, Kanye West having dinner with Trump. And we got focused on that and so, as opposed to the real issues of Biden selling us out to China and what's going on with Apple and the Apple computer uh, uh, factory, I should say, in China and all that. So you're absolutely right. We need to keep our eyes on the prize. The American media has failed us. And, and, and at first it seemed, well, it seemed like Fox News was the breakout. And to a certain extent, it is or it was. But it, too, seems to be, uh, with the exception of Tucker Carlson and to a certain extent, Sean Hannity, it, too, seems to be playing it safe, being politically correct. We need a media outlet that that's going to report the truth and the, let it land where it lands. Um, the Democrats, I mean, what they have done is a violation. And you said so much, but I really do believe that we need to think about, and I, I know some people think what Donald Trump said was off or whatever, but we really knew, re, need to rethink the 2020 election because it was stolen. And if we don't stop this process of stealing elections, they're going to keep doing it. And it's critically important. Now, I want to touch on Kanye West for a moment. Now, what Kanye West was saying initially about the music industry and about Chase Bank debanking him, I felt like that was a violation, in a, not a violation, if you will, but they were impending or pinning, I'm sorry, harming his free speech. But when Kanye went on Alex Jones's show yesterday, or the day before yesterday, and he was, and he denied the Holocaust, he said he loved Hitler. Everyone has redeeming qualities, especially Hitler. That's where Kanye lost the plot to me. 
That's where he went overboard. And I don't know if he realizes the damage of his words or if he's being paid to say that. I don't know what's going on with Kanye, but it was really, it's unacceptable because Jewish people have stood by Black people when we were marching for civil rights. They died with us. They marched with us. And for us to express such anti-Semitism, and then you have the attacks by Black youths on, on the Hasidic Jews in Brooklyn. It's unacceptable. And I hope Kanye West apologizes. But at a macro, at a bigger level, I don't want to get distracted by that. I want to focus on the media blackout of the Twitter story. I think Fox reported on it somewhat. But we need to focus on their attempt to deny us of our sacred right to vote. They, they've been doing this for decades. We got to expose them. We got to flush them out. And I just want to end on this note. Either we outlaw where we can mail-in ballots or what have you, or mail-in for any reason of COVID, or we master the game of mail-in ballots and har har uh, ballot harvesting because the Democrats are beating us at this game. And right now, we do not have a Republican National Committee that is on top of this cheating that is that's right in front of us. Thank you. Yeah, very well said, B.B., and as far as the Kanye West meeting, I thought it was being majorly overblown by the media. I still feel that way. I mean, Trump just expected to meet with Kanye West and Kanye West showed up with his uh, group of friends that he has. But uh, Kanye hadn't even reached the tip of the iceberg yet of what he was eventually going to say when he went on that Alex Jones interview last week. I mean, from watching that interview, you would just say the guy hates Jews. He really, really does hate Jews. And uh, that's not what he had said previously to going to Mar-a-Lago. So it seems like his rhetoric is getting even more extreme. Uh, perhaps he's just trying to see how provocative he can be. I don't know if I've ever seen someone try and come out and be this provocative intentionally. So uh, I don't really know where he's going with it. It just seems like he's definitely lost. And he's going to find himself without a microphone at some point because... Uh, he's already severely limited the amount of platforms that would even be willing to bring him on. I guess he could always release more music and perhaps uh, revitalize his career a little bit like that way. But as far as being a figure that goes and talks on shows, I see people avoiding him like the plague. You're tuned into After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio Monday through Friday at 9 Eastern, 8 p.m. Central or 6 p.m. in the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew and special guest B.B. Diamond. Let's get real. Let's get loud on America Out Loud Talk Radio. Are you trying to lose weight? Have you had COVID-19 recently or have suffered a vaccine injury syndrome. You know, all of these conditions are metabolic, catabolic strains on the body. The body has increased needs for essential micronutrients and minerals, and the GI tract may not be functioning completely normally in terms of absorption. The solution, Healthy Cell. Healthy Cell has an entire product line using MicroJo technologies. So these are in liquid gel packs that you simply uh, rip open and a quick squirt and you've got everything you need in terms of nutrients. The product lines are the Immune Super Boost, the uh, Focus in Memory, and my favorite, the REM Sleep Supplement for an ideal night's sleep. Try them out. Go to HealthyCell.com and enter in out loud 
for a discount on your first purchase. Oh, or go on our platform, America Out Loud Talk Radio, and click on the banner bar, Healthy Cell, to get your discount on your first boxes of uh, Healthy Cell products. So let's get real, let's get loud on America Out Loud Talk Radio. In 2008, the amount of concentrated time people could spend on a task without becoming distracted was 12 seconds. Five years later, it was only eight seconds, one second less than a goldfish. The digital age is narrowing our attention span. Trouble concentrating or recalling information is frustrating, embarrassing, and kills productivity. Advanced nutrition company Healthy Cell created Focus and Recall to boost your brain power. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Focus and Recall is not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients to help you immediately sharpen focus, concentrate longer, and strengthen recall. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top, shoot it down, or mix it in water. Over a thousand reviews with an average star rating of over 4.5 proves it works. Supercharge your brain and see the difference. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. That's HealthyCell.com. Code out loud. The last block of the show, and we have gone from uh, a peaceful transfer of power and how the media, including social media, are trying to disengage us from what's happening with Twitter, with them being exposed to other little ancillary matters. Now, one of the things that we mentioned was the entire Kanye West uh, dinner that he had with Trump. Now, as Andrew said, when we were going to break, the media has just completely blown it out of proportion. Oh my God, he did this and because they want us to think that Trump is anti-Semitic, but he isn't. And some are saying, well, he should have come out, he should have denounced this. He sh- well, there's always, he should have, he should have done this, he should have done that. Well, they should be asking for Joe Biden to have a cognitive test done. Trump isn't in office, Okay. And if this is the hill his presidency will die on, then let that be the hill. But right now, we need to focus on a man who's in the White House with his finger on the red button that could cause World War III. Now, think about it. They told us consistently throughout Trump's administration that he was deranged, that he was mentally ill. His finger is on the button. But look at Joe Biden. The man is seriously cognitively challenged, but not one iota. If you were on social media and mentioned it, they would say, oh, this is disinformation. Oh, that's Facebook and that's Instagram. So going back to what Andrew had said during the second block, they're all in on it. Thankfully, we're able to see what Twitter was doing because of Elon Musk. Now, I'm hearing, I don't know how true this is, Zuckerberg is supposed to be stepping down. I don't know how true it is. Because he's, it seems as though Meta isn't doing what he expected to do. So he's going to try to step down. But you see what they're doing? Something as important as our democracy and freedom being stolen from us, being hidden from us. They won't report on it. This is so much in parallels to what's happening in China. People, please wake up. This is not a plea for you to like Donald Trump or to vote Republican, but this is a plea for you to wake up because we're losing our country to these wackadoodle woke people. We're losing the country to people who want to say that, oh, we're genderless, we're just gender fluid, we're all this. No, we're not. 
Our churches are letting us down. Many of them are letting us down. So who do we have to run to? The Department of Justice is corrupt. The FBI is corrupt. I mean, it seems as if though we're going up against an insurmountable hill. Because if the media won't report on it, they're seeing very little on it. After Dark with Robin Andrew, we're talking about it. Our urban story with B.B. Diamond and Barbara from Harlem, they're talking about it. But we need more people to keep talking about it nonstop. Don't give in. Keep talking about it. Like the Joe Biden's diaries, his daughter, his uh, daughter's, I think his daughter, his granddaughter's diary, whereby she says she was afraid to take showers. The media completely wanted to hide that and say, no, you can't talk about that. Had this been Donald Trump, they would be talking about it nonstop. They're talking about some woman who said that she he raped her years ago. And look at all these cases that judges are letting to come through. That's another problem. Because we have judges who know that this is wrong. They're looking at this and they know that it's wrong and they can very easily say, I'm dismissing this, this case. Don't want to hear it. Doesn't make any sense. But they won't. Because they all have a vested interest. They're all colluding. So when you think about it, when you have just about the our, in our government, the media, all these platforms are colluding, who will hold them accountable? Who will bring this up? We the people must do it. We must rely on those conservatives who are true conservatives and say, we're behind you 100%. You got to get to the bottom of this. You have got to get to the bottom of this. Don't listen to the media when they say that the American people can't handle it. Look, we've handled worse. We've handled the death of a president, okay, the president being assassinated. So we can handle this. We lived through COVID. We can handle this. We need our democracy back. We cannot let it go down the drain like this. We need for it to come back. We need a few good men who are going to stand up and say, wait a minute. There was never a, transfer, a peaceful transfer of power when it comes to the Democrats. Now it's time for us to put this ship on the right course. Going back to Kanye, the, the diversion, to me and for me, as B.B. Diamond said, he is a sick man. Conservatives can't raise him up when he's saying something that we like what he's saying. And then, oh, no, no, he's sick. He needs help. I don't know how much longer this man can last. He's off his meds. Now, I do, as B.B. said, he has said a lot of good things about the, uh, the music industry. Powerful things. Even about his own family, the Kardashians, and how they were trying to silence him and his personal trainer. But at the same time, this man needs help. He is a voice. And it's because of him that Trump was able to cross over and appeal to so many people in that genre, in the rap genre. But at the same time, this man needs help. And I'm so afraid that the Democratic machine will keep pushing him and pushing him and take him out. I think what Donald Trump was doing was admirable. He was trying to help him because one thing we know about Donald Trump, if he has a flaw, it is that he is loyal to his friends. And I do believe he's trying to help him. Now, the Yapa Mialis guy and the other guy, I mean, no. I, I think that th it was their intent to do this, to use Kanye. For this to happen. Because no one has been talking about them. They're insignificant. And it's unfortunate that they've gotten their grubby hands into Kanye. That he can't see it. And it's so unfortunate because this is a black man who needs help. You would think that Barack Obama would try to reach out to him and say, look, politics aside, let's get him some help. But no, they won't.
because they want to use him as being, oh, he's crazy. Let's let him keep living in Crazyville so that we can keep talking about it, as opposed to trying to help the man. Aren't we our brother's keeper? But Democrats, absolutely not. It's whatever they can do. As Eric Holder said, that's the best time to kick them when they're down. Phoebe, what are your thoughts? You know, thank you, Rob. You know, you're absolutely right. You're spot on um, with what you're saying. Kanye definitely needs help. He's being used. Nick Fuentes and Milos used him. Uh, Donald Trump did not expect them to be at Mar-a-Lago. He only expected Kanye. And he was trying to help Kanye because Kanye is troubled. Kanye is a product of a broken home, um, as so many of us in the Black community are. Um, where all this anti-Semitism comes from, I don't really know. Um, Kanye claims to be a Christian, but that is not Christian behavior. A Christian is not going to be anti-Semitic, dislike Jews because they are Jews. Jesus himself was a Jew. So what Kanye is doing is absolutely wrong. It's, it's psychotic because that would be saying, saying that the Holocaust or questioning whether it happened or not would be akin to saying uh, there was no slavery in America when there's documented evidence of slavery. There's documented evidence of the Holocaust. General Dwight D. Eisenhower, who later became our president, made sure that the death camps, the concentration camps and the Jewish victims were recorded because he said or he knew one day uh, that there will be a denial that it took place. For Kanye to say that, and there are Holocaust survivors living today, it is very hurtful. It's, it's, it's painful. And if I were Kanye, I would have apologize. The Jewish, there are imperfect people in all religions of all races. You don't lump them all. You distinguish. If you have a problem with Jamie Dimon, the chair, chairman of Chase, you name Jamie Dimon, you deal with Jamie Dimon, you deal with the crooked Jewish producers in hip hop, but you don't smear all Jews. We don't want any group smeared. We don't, we as blacks don't want to be smeared in a negative way. Um, what, what Kanye did was hurtful. And I think that healing process should begin with him apologizing for what he said he's really he, he disgraced us he disgraced even his own race if you ask me and on a final note i would love for kanye to focus on the violence in his hometown of chicago as opposed to saying he loves hitler and the nazis which is really evil and wicked and and maybe that's due to his mental illness thank you yeah, very well said, BB. And just look at how far he's come in the last year in a negative way, how far he's come. I mean, last summer, I remember he was uh, setting up all those Christian services all over the country. On Sundays, they were getting huge attendances. They had performers there. They were fantastic events. And a lot of people were giving Kanye credit for that, for bringing black people together to celebrate God. He was a positive influence on people at that point in time. And uh, his latest rhetoric, as we said, it's just completely off the wall and loony. Um, I know he was with Milo Yiannopoulos and Nick Fuentes, but even their public um, talk isn't as bad as what Kanye was saying. I mean, they haven't said things as horrific as what Kanye was saying at certain points during that Alex Jones interview. And I kind of got what he was trying to say a little bit, trying to say that he loves everybody. But at the same time, he was saying that he was singling out Jews time and time again as being the ones that had something wrong with them. So it really didn't hold any merit to me that him kept saying that there's things to love and everyone 
but every single time he would just point out Jews or call them they or other anti-Semitic things like that. So uh, I think he's really lost the plot. And it is really sad to see because um, I thought he was being a positive force um, like last year when he was doing these Christian services. And I remember, Rob, we actually gave him a lot of credit uh, for doing those services. You're right. We did. But as you both are saying, he's become a provocateur. It's like, let me see how much I can say. Let me see if I can how much I can push the limit. But at the same time, because he's a sick man, it begs the question, is he aware as to what he's saying and doing? He says that he loves his children. Does he think that his children wants to see their dad in this type of situation? And something that you said, BB, and uh, I agree with you 100%, he needs to call out the person that he feels has done him wrong. Stop saying that all Jews... Because, you know, that's just that's just an escape goat. And I think that either it's his mind that's not letting him focus in on it, and it just keeps him just to make it a general, a, a blanket, make a blanket statement, because he knows that he'll get attention. That's the part of him that's that, the smart, like, oh, let me see, how can I get all the attention, as opposed to focusing, focusing in on that one person or persons who have done him wrong. Name the person, if it's Jamie Diamond or whomever, name the person, because you have all these other people that want to help you, that are rooting for you. Donald Trump is trying to help you, but he can't help you if you won't let him and if you're going to try to drag him down, like the Milos and the Fuentes. I mean, these guys, I mean, they want attention. They know that, hey, we can get Kanye. We can talk to him. They're pretty much using him. And if we had a legitimate media, they would call this out and say, this man needs help. He's smart. He's a genius. He's musically talented. Now, I, for one, don't care for his music, but some do, okay, to each his own. But you would think they would say, wait, we need to help him. Now, if he was on their side, oh, they would immediately say, oh, we need to go and call the authorities to bring him in and do X, Y, Z. But because they know that this is going to hurt Trump, again, the diversion, they want to divert the attention from Twitter onto this. This is just a small story. Kanye is a small little man who, as they say, is no longer a billionaire. But they want to put all the attention because to them, oh, this is about racism and this is about all this other stuff. So if we keep the attention on that, people will forget about what we actually did when we tried to tear down democracy and America. Go ahead, Andrew. Yeah, and perhaps you guys would know better than me, but uh, do you guys think Kanye could still put out a CD and a lot of people would buy it or uh, I guess download it nowadays is what people do? But do you think uh, his music career is canceled? I mean, everything else seems to be out the window for him. I mean, Adidas is gone. All his other sponsorships are gone. It seems like music might be his only outlet to even be able to have a platform at all in the future. Do you think that career is washed up as well, Rob and BB? <laughs> I don't know, because like I said, I, I, I'm not a fan of Kanye. I don't like his music. So your guess is be as good, my guess is as good as yours. I, I don't know. What about you, BB? I think some in the hip hop community would still listen to him. I have a couple of his songs and Kanye is very ly lyrically gifted, um, but I don't think it would get the reception he normally would get until and unless he apologizes and walk back some of those flat out anti-Semitic statements. Thank you. I mean, the statements were 
completely over the top talking about Hitler, this right yeah. Hitler and he I'm thinking wait a minute dude get back on your meds right but again being the provocateur then I will get attention and if I do this and I didn't see the interview nor did I hear it but I just saw bits clips of it with him in this black mask look like a Balenciaga mask a suit that he had <laughs> put on I mean the guy he needs help and it's unfortunate that his mom is gone and, you know, he has spoken about some of the things that she had done. And I think that destroyed him. And I don't know, he and his dad didn't have a good relationship, but I would hope his dad would, you know, try to reach out to him. And maybe he is trying to reach out to him and say, son, come on, you need help. But this is so dangerous. It is so dangerous because he's out there and he's saying a lot of stuff. But at the same time, this is a vulnerable man. And with the Democrats, they will knock you off if, if you don't, if they don't like some of the things that you're doing. So I, I guess the only thing we can do, Andrew and BB, is just pray for yay. I agree. I agree. I hope he listens to someone with reason. Um, maybe they've tried to reach out to yay and he's rejected it. Um, and then he has people surrounding him who are blocking maybe his father and other relatives. But we, we just have to, all we can do is pray for Kanye that he comes out of this. Thank you. Yeah, very well said. As we've been saying all night long, who knows how long it'll be before we finally get a peaceful transfer of power. You look at what's happened in 2016, what continued to happen in 2020, and the latest 2022, you look at states like Arizona, Katie Hobbs, and uh, some of the other corruptions we've seen from the Democrats. Uh, you got to hope that things will um straighten up perhaps with people like elon musk exposing this corruption because we've got to get the odds back in our favor to uh, save our country in 2024 because i don't think we can take another four years of joe biden thank you all for joining us on after dark with robin andrew on america out loud which is available on iHeartRadio, spotify stitcher pandora Wherever you stream, please like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review if you can, or go to AmericaOutloud.com. We'll see you guys next time, and remember, stand for something or fall for nothing.